Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal, the fleshly mind is enmity, hostility, rebellion against God. It is not subject to the law of God, nor can it be subject to the law of God. Are you tired of living a life that feels unfulfilling and empty? Do you find yourself constantly chasing after things that never truly satisfy you? In today's message, Pastor David talks about how living according to the Spirit gives us fulfillment. When we choose to live according to the Spirit, we are able to find true meaning in our lives. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Romans chapter 7, as he begins his message, Walking in the Spirit. Today we're going to be continuing through the book of Romans, picking up chapter 7, looking at the issue of identity, which I think is a very sort of buzzy word, right? It's like identity is one of these words that's talked about a lot right now. So we're just going to look at what God says about it. And to begin to, to really get into this thing, I want to invite you to invite Jesus to speak to you about, about some of this. And to do that, it's important particularly as we're talking about identity, it's important to remember that God is not going to speak hopelessness, worthlessness to you. He says that. That's not, he's not going to speak shame. He may call out guilt. He may say hard things, but the goal, his goal is freedom. The enemy may accuse, may come in and try to plant things that sound spiritual that are destructive, but hopelessness, worthlessness does not come from God. He has come to give you life, not to speak worthlessness, not to speak shame. And that's important when we're inviting him to speak to us, that we have that foundational understanding because the enemy does try to sow lies. He tells us that. You need to be aware that that there's an enemy who will try to deceive you. So with all that said, ask him to help you see, reflect on these questions with me. Who are you at your core, who are you made to be, the true you? How close do you feel to that person? How close do you feel to being who you're supposed to be? Where do you feel not yourself? When I was addicted to pornography, living in some different things, right? 
I felt not myself. Nowadays, if I slip, I lose my temper with my kids or something, right? I feel not myself. It feels dissonant with who I am. Where do you feel that? Where do you feel that dissonance with your design? Where did you feel it this week? And what do you do with it? Last week, we looked at Romans chapter 7. And we're going to go back starting in verse 21. Because God tells us he gave us the law to show us the dissonance. To show us where we live out of alignment with what's true. Not to shame us, but to free us. You have to know there's a problem to be able to deal with it. Romans chapter 7, beginning in verse 21, he says, I find a law like gravity, right? That evil is present with me. The one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, but I see another law in my members, in my body. And it's at war with the law of my mind, bringing me into captivity to the law of sin that is in my members. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind, I serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who don't walk according to the flesh, but walk according to the Spirit. Because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Because what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, God condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who don't walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, because those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal, the fleshly mind is enmity, hostility, rebellion against God. It is not subject to the law of God, nor can it be subject to the law of God. So then, those who are in the flesh can't please God, but you are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Today we're going to be taking things in some bigger chunks. We're going to be having these sort of broader portraits. Paul, the way he writes this chapter, the way he wrote this chapter has this, he's attacking the same issue from a few different angles. So we're going to keep seeing these chunks and they're going to make the whole thing make more sense as we go. But the crux of that first section and the first point today is that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. There's a really big assumption in that statement, right? That you are in Christ. If you're here today and you have not looked to Jesus to receive his transformation and his forgiveness, he says your condemnation is still on you. Your guilt 
is still on you. You still stand condemned or guilty. Jesus told us in John 3, 17, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The one who believes in Jesus is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is already condemned because he's not believed in the name. And name in this culture, in Hebrew culture, is not just the spelling, but it has to do with the identity, the personality, who he is. Condemned because if not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest their deeds should be exposed. But the one who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13 explains that as many as received Jesus, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but born of God. Now, as we've looked at in other parts of Romans that we've been going through, none of us is clean, is the point. We all have a, a broken nature, a corrupt nature, where we desire wicked things if we're just left to our own devices. And so that needs to be restored. And Jesus wants you to receive the new nature, the new life that he has purchased for you. He wants you to receive the pardon that he bought at the cross. But if you don't, then he says the condemnation remains on you. You're still a slave to your appetites, still ruled by selfishness. And so while you're there, the condemnation remains. But the goal, his desire, is that you would come to him, let the light expose what needs to be corrected, and, and receive his life and his transformation and his forgiveness. Be born again, born new, born spiritually. And this is very different from just going to church. You can go to church and not be born of the Spirit. This is about relationship with Jesus. glad you tuned in to today's teaching from Main Thing Radio. We're currently in the book of Romans, and there's more to learn next time. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is up for today, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy will try to resist it from spreading. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their hearts? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today here on Main Thing Radio.